Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create change wherever you may go. Hi, I'm your host, Inka. Joining me in the studio is Andrew. Hello. And we also have a guest speaker here. Not a guest speaker, we have a guest in the house. Um, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? All right, well, my name is Joel Wells, and I'm the lead pastor at Harvest City Church in Regina, Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to give us a little bit of other city. What else do you want to know? <laughs> Senior pastor, <laughs> I'm married to that or oh, that. Okay. And, yes, you know, am, just I'm, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I am married. I've been married, um, I, oh, geez, I think, 20, <laughs> I think 23 years. 1997. I'll have to do the math when I get home. Uh, I hope yeah. I'm not putting you in trouble right now. Putting you on the hot spot. Uh, <laughs> And um, I have three daughters. Uh, their birthdays are all going to be in May here okay. coming up. So they'll be 18, 16, and 13. So every birthday, pretty significant one. It's big. Oh, so. that's good. I love birthdays. So mm-hmm. in case you have a half the party for <laughs> adults, just let me know. Right. <laughs> and we'll be there. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Today we will be chatting about leadership and also, you know, everything about leadership. Um, I was reading um, an article the other day um, when I was preparing for these and one of the questions that they put forward and which they claim to be the most often asked question is, um, are leaders born or are leaders made? (laughs) And it's a question I kind of relate to because I usually would ask that question too. Like you see some Mm -hmm. people do um amazing things and like this guy was just the bond to be a leader or he was born with the attribute so putting the question to you pastor joe first um what do you think yeah that's uh that's a question that you often hear about leadership and uh i think it's probably one that people debate and you could debate both sides and probably argue argue on both sides of it Mm. i think the answer is it's probably a bit of both to Mm. be honest with you i think um you know when i look at you know some of the great leaders that I've had the privilege of following or, or, or observing you know I think certainly you can see gifting that some of those things were just born born with I, I think if I looked even at my own life mm-hmm. I've uh, you know I was leading people before I was ever given any training on how to lead people I think mm-hmm. even when I was a kid on the playground yeah. I was a leader absolutely right and I don't remember ever sitting down and thinking I was going to be a leader I just Mm -hmm. was I I remember Mm -hmm. my father telling me from the time I was real young you're a born leader son you're either going to lead in a positive way or in a negative way but you're always going to lead because that's who you are you're a leader absolutely yet on the other hand I would say that I've certainly I I would like to think I've grown a lot (laughs) in my in my leadership and I've and I've certainly Many times had to get some training, get mm-hmm. some help, and mm-hmm. and grow. Yeah. And I and I've seen other people that maybe weren't as natural at leadership, but uh, that have really applied themselves and mm. and really taken the time to get training or to just observe and learn. Watch them grow and go. Yeah. You know what? That person actually became a pretty solid leader, even though maybe mm. it wasn't as natural as it was for someone else. Yeah. No, that's I agree completely. I think it's. It's a bit of both. 
um, we have that. Um, I think God has given us that inherent um, attribute, you know, from creation that we should go. I think in Genesis one twenty eight talks about how we should take control and authority and dominion over everything. So I think there's a little bit of that, but it needs a little bit of working on to mm-hmm. develop that at, um, the skills we need to become a, a good leader. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, that's that's where I was at as well. Like, I think anybody has the opportunity to be a leader. Like, I think some people, God has given leadership, a, more leadership ability. Like, he's given them the gift of leadership. So, like, those people, those are people God may be called to lead churches, to lead businesses, all that. But I think even just fathers, they're mm-hmm. leaders of the family. So, I think everybody has the opportunity to lead. Just so some lovely. have that God-given, that God-given ability. So, mm-hmm. that's where leaders are born. But then anybody can grow into leadership. So, yeah. that's where I think leaders are made as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think oh. that's a, there's a general consensus that there is a bit of both. Um, that uh, the God-given um, leadership gift and the training that we need to go through in order to develop, you know, the skills and the gift um, for us to be able to fulfill uh, God's purpose for our life, really. Mm-hmm. So, I guess um, the next question would be: How do you then? De- how do we describe leadership? How will you describe leadership um, itself? Like you're talking about like maybe the attributes of a leader? So I'm looking at, you know, because when we talk about leadership, we also have that aspect where we have the leader and there's a leadership, you know. So um, the way I see it is um, the way I see it is leadership is more like that. It's more like a, you know, like a group of people or like a team that come together to help the leader to be a part of the call in order to carry the vision to help the vision come into fruition Mm -hmm. and that's how i see leadership so when we talk about leader because we know that there's always a leader in the group Mm -hmm. but the leadership itself i think most times we talk about leadership 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 and then we look at a leader's life um but we don't really it's a way i think it's it's pretty much like intertwined when we talk about leadership and, and leaders. So I'm, I'm talking about leadership from the angle of, um, you know, what is the role of leadership? Okay. Well, I think uh, there's probably multiple roles Yeah. Uh, for leadership. We'd have to, we could maybe figure out some between the three of us here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think lead, ultimately you're leading people somewhere. Absolutely, right? yeah. So... Usually you're helping drive towards a vision of some kind, being able to cast a vision, mm-hmm. motivate people to go towards that vision, uh, the ability to train, mm. equip. In, in scripture, we would, Christian world, we'd use the word maybe disciple yep. a little bit more, yep. but uh, mm. you know, the ability to help people. I, I think a good leader sees gifting in other people. Yep and helps to release that gifting, Absolutely. give confidence, inspire, yeah. mm-hmm. challenge, mold, shape, you know, those all yeah. those sorts of things are what mm-hmm. a what a good leader would do yeah. or, or a leadership. Yeah. Team. No, I think it's you're pretty much on point because yeah. it says I'll actually read this out because I guess the questions are coming because I've done a little bit of research and all mm. that, but I'll read this out because when I looked at describing leadership, it says leadership is at, at its core 
the ability to map out the best route to success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leadership also entails leading people, guiding people, you know, in order to actually, you know, there's a vision. So to uh, to fulfill that vision together. And that's, I think, the important. A leader, we look at a leader, of course, leader, leader, a leader comes, leadership, leader, that's the way it sounds, but I think it comes from a place where leadership is that thing we see, but a leader is the one who, you know, who has the authority, you know, when we talk about the leadership, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, because it, it's always good for us to, if we go into, if we're going to talk about a leader, it's good for us to, most times people will talk about leadership and uh, referring to a leader. So I think it's good to know that there's that leadership where there's a team of people that also are there to help, you know, even help the leader mm-hmm. in order to be able mm-hmm. to reach where he wants to go to. Like um, your your lift ministry, for example, there's that leadership team, I believe, yeah. that are always working together, sitting down together to brainstorm and all that. But there is a leader, you know, yeah. that people would say this team, this is the leader of the team. However, that leadership group, because everybody would have their own role as well. Right. And that's exactly what I'm driving at. Is there anything you want to contribute to I that, think you guys, I think you guys got it all. Like when I was describing leadership is basically someone who knows where to go and, and how to get there. And like when I think, I think that's a leader. When you have a leadership, I think that's more a group of people. So like if that's like elders in a church, something like that, like a group of people who are, who have that vision and then work towards how to get there. Mm, absolutely. Because we, I think we're always going somewhere when, as w- mm-hmm. when we look at leadership and we look at that team, there's a goal mm-hmm. that we, there's somewhere we're going to. So I'll, I'll, who then is a leader? If we're going to say, you know, define or describe a leader, who would we look at and say, oh, that guy is a leader? How? So, how so do like we identify that? Like attributes, is that what? No, I think how do we identify a leader? Who yeah. is a leader? So we see people who, again, have something down here that says leaders help both themselves and those around them to do the right thing. Um, and they inspire other people too. Like you mentioned that earlier, Pastor Joe, mm-hmm. that a leader, like part of a leader and leadership is somebody who helps you to, who inspires other people. There's a vision and all that. So how will you, you know, maybe adding to what I've said, um, would how will you describe a leader or who is a leader? Well, um, you know, I think there's a lot of things that that uh, go into being a leader. I mean, certainly there's, you know, some some sort of, I would say, baseline attributes that yeah. every leader should yeah. have. I think integrity would certainly be one of those. Uh, you you got to have a certain level of ability, intellect, mm. knowledge, what it, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? I mean, you might be a great, uh, you might be a great hockey coach, but if you've been asked to lead a basketball team, if you don't know anything about basketball, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you, you need to have some knowledge, yeah. right? So certainly, knowledge is is one. I think being um, having like emotional maturity. Uh, being being level-headed you know that sort of being able to control your emotions i think i think every every leader those are sort of like a given if you don't have those you're you're in trouble absolutely but i i think um you know i think a leader is somebody that's that's 
uh, got a lot of positive energy. Mm-hmm. You know, they I think they, they have the ability to be upbeat, yeah. even in bad times. Yeah. You know, I mean, during COVID, for yeah. example, yeah. like everybody's discouraged, everybody's frustrating, mm. frustrated. Well, I have to have the ability to go, you know, uh, how do we see the best in this thing? And, Absolutely. And yeah. How do we keep people... Mm. Uh, still pushing forward and pushing through, and so mm. you, so you've. Uh, I think a good leader's gotta be positive, and, absolutely, and, and and create that positive energy. Mm. Uh, you know, I think um, you certainly you've you've got to have the ability to to execute, get things done. There's a lot of people that have that can come up with vision, mm. but they can't fulfill it. Yeah, mm. right. And That's so, a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just having a vision. And being able to cast a vision is one part of being a leader, but you also have to have an ability to get there mm-hmm. and be able to map out a plan. Like, here's the vision, but here's how we're going to do it. Mm. And so, you know, there's some strategy involved in it. I think good leaders are passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they care deeply, you know. Um, and, I, you know, just the other thought that I had was you, you've got to have the ability or the willingness to make tough calls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a part of leadership is is making the decisions that uh, a, lot, a lot of people don't want to be in leadership because they don't want to have to make the tough call. <laughs> true to that. That's true. <laughs> no, absolutely. Those, those are some of my thoughts. I don't know what, what, yeah. what you guys think. Like, I think one of the ones I was seeing is what you described as being like unfazed, like cool, calm, and collected through adverse, mm-hmm. adversity. I think because the leader, like that's everybody's looking to you. Everybody's looking you're you're the role model you're that guy that everybody's looking to like what are we going to do so if you're if you're not calm and you're not cool in that situation mm. you can't really expect the people you're you're leading to be that the same in that situation so i think that that's one of one of the biggest ones that i see mm-hmm. i think you, you all, a, a leader has to be trustworthy as well mm-hmm. like they the people have to want to follow you they have to know that that they have to know that they can trust you to, yeah. they have to know that yeah they <laughs> Basically, um, what else did I have put down? Um, I had uh, like they have to be able to work hard, like because it, it's not easy. It's not an easy job leading people. Like you got to be able to work. You you have to be able to put in the work to get to where to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So like those are just a few things. But Pastor Joel, you definitely hit on a f- hit a, hit on a lot of the good ones. Yeah. I was thinking. No, absolutely. I think the hot bit you mentioned earlier. I think that is so important. You know because it takes. It takes something extraordinary to see, you know, the light, um, even when people are going through the tunnel, you know. And I think a good leader definitely would be the one. And when we talk about the light as well, we're talking about somebody who is strategic too. Somebody who sees 10 years even before people see it. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, we got to do this. And people are like, no, but we don't really need to do that because we don't need it. <laughs> and this guy is saying, no, it's going to happen. Don't worry. Let's, yeah. you know, and for that person, you mentioned again that somebody who has a vision, because I think that's a vision right there, and be able to even execute that. Mm-hmm. That That is one of, we're going to get into vision a little bit and maybe we'll talk about that. And, uh, and and also based on the the points you've given, we've talked a little bit about um, um, attributes of a leader too. Because mm-hmm. most times when you talk about leadership, they kind of overlap. Mm-hmm. Leadership, leader attributes, and all of that. Right. So I think we'll just continue in that line of the attributes. Um, what the attributes of leaders are. I know you've talked about a couple of things. A leader needs to 
uh, be hardworking and all that. But I think one important attribute of a leader, I think as well, is um, the character of a leader. How important is the character of a leader when it comes to leadership? Well, you know, um, I think it's really important. We, we want in our leadership training course that uh, our program that we have through LifeLinks called AMP. Hmm. Uh, one of the weekends, the Power Weekends, the theme of the weekend is the leader's toolbox. And I was asked to, to speak at, at it. And um, when I started thinking about, you know, there's lots of tools that you can have in your toolbox. Hmm. But the title of my message was actually that it was on the, n the most important tool to have in your box. And I believe it's, it's your personal character. Hmm. And I, you know, I used in there, I said, you know, let put, put yourself in a, in a church context. Like I said, I don't care if, if my worship leader can sing like Chris Tomlin and hit all the high <laughs> notes. If he can't get along with anybody, yeah. mm. who cares? Yeah. If I can't, can't count on him to show up on time, mm. if he's going to be, dis if, if he's not going to lie to me or whatever, yeah. it's not going to work. Absolutely. Right? And I think lots of times we make the mistake. We, we, we forget how important character is and we often get wowed by gifting, mm -hmm. charisma, some of the other tools in the box. Mm. And what ends up happening is, is without the character, many times those people end up blowing up, hurting people, causing more damage. Mm. And sometimes we overlook it because we sort of get drawn in by the charisma or we think of all the things that we could accomplish with this yeah. leader and all his yeah. great ability but mm. if he doesn't have the character he's he's good, probably going to end up doing more damage than, yeah. than good in the long run mm. yeah no that's i i agree completely pastor joe i think you know unfortunately you know character is so huge that even today we we see that you know even some leaders we look up to like church leaders will look up to are pretty much you know putting us in a place where we feel like you hear um, the things they've they've done or they're doing and things like that. And you be like you feel really sad. Mm -hmm. um, I think my question would be, and I'm not sure if Andrew or yourself would like to take this, is how do we, you know, because there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure from society. There's a lot of pressure from, you know, even as a leader to show weakness, for example. You know, you don't want to show weakness because you feel like you're this guy that everybody looks up to. How do how do people overcome that? How do potential leaders and leaders, what do we do in order for us to be able to, you know, overcome that sort of, oh, I have to be the macho man or I have to be this tough guy. And then in behind the scene, you're going through, you know, terrible pain that uh, maybe by speaking up, people will have been able to help you out well that's a good question you know that that's a really good question and and i've certainly you know felt that pressure mm -hmm. but i i think it's i i think a lot of it comes down to your own personal identity mm. and where you get your value from mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that, that you have as a leader is you get a lot of criticism and you get a lot of praise, yeah. right? And so man's opinion, mm -hmm. you, you, if they love you, they're going to tell you. If they hate you, they're going to tell you. And most leaders, 
you know, uh, we I, most people want to be liked. I, in fact, yeah, I true. think everybody wants to be liked. That's true. Course. Right? And so criticism can sting and praise can go to your head. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I think for me, certainly as a Christian, as a follower of the Lord, I realize that my identity has to be rooted in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. That who I am isn't based on what I do. Mm. And whose approval ultimately matters. Yeah. It's the Lord's. And so um, for me, that helps to, to take the pressure off yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and uh, you know, I've just sort of determined in my own life that, um, that I'm, I, I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. I, I've just, to the best of my ability, yeah. and, you know, some days you find yourself going, am I being authentic? Mm-hmm. But I, I hate following people that I don't want to follow people that aren't authentic. Absolutely. I don't want to follow people that yeah. I can't relate to. Mm-hmm. And so for myself personally, I've always tried to be as authentic as I can be, mm. uh, share my struggles. Yeah. You know, something sometimes you have to be wise. Yeah. But I feel like lots of times people can learn actually more from my struggles mm-hmm. than from my from my successes. Absolutely. Yeah. And um so I don't know. I think it's just an attitude that you take. And yeah. I, I've just decided in my own life I'm going to mm-hmm. be real and uh, as authentic as I can be. Mm-hmm. And uh, it helps take some of the pressure off, too, to Absolutely. be honest. With I you. agree. <laughs> hey, do, do you have any? Like, that was my answer. It's like, you just, you just need to be rooted in mm. Christ. That's where your identity needs to be placed. So, like, you can have people that you can have people that don't like you. You have people that love you. But you ha- your identity has to be in Christ. Like, like Pastor Joel, you're leader of a church. Like people can leave the church. Mm-hmm. Well, you, mm. you can't really take offense. You can't really mm. take offense to that. Mm. Like our our calling is to do the will of God. Yeah. As long as we're as as we're walking with the Father, mm-hmm. we're, we're y- you're, you're doing the will of God, and that's and that's the plan that God has for your life. And you know that He's going to work that out for good, yeah. regardless of that pressure you feel now. As long as you're in communication with the Father and you're walking mm. with Him. He's going to work it out. So I think that that takes off that pressure. It's like, I think when pressure gets to you, that's when you're trying to figure it out mm. for yourself. Mm. But when you when, when you give it to God, it's like, yeah, I'm feeling this pressure, but God, I'm letting you have it. Yeah. And I'm not going to worry too much about it. And then just trust and believe that, that God's going to take you to where to where you need to go. Yeah, no, those are, those are good points. You know, your personal identity and the choices you make. I think it's so key that people don't understand how the choices will make. You know, I always say, it's okay, you can do whatever you want to do. It's all right. But you need to understand that you got to take ownership of whatever you do and understand that you have to live with the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we do stuff. We, at the end of the day, we make these decisions, but we, didn't, we don't take ownership. And we don't want to live with the consequences. Mm-hmm. So what that has, what that does to us is it brings our problem or whatever it is back to somebody. So it's now someone else's problem. Oh, my dad didn't do this for me. Oh, my right. mom didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my siblings. And at the end of the day, but you made those choices. So I think it's just like what you said. We definitely have to be able to to make that decision that this is what I want to do. No matter what people are doing or saying, mm-hmm. this is who I want to be. And I think it goes a long way to helping us in building and 
you know, not forgetting who we are when it comes to character building. And mm -hmm. because the people would come where there'll be character assassination and things like that. Of course, we understand that, but you still have to be true to yourself and know the God you serve. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I've seen over and over is that insecure leaders are bad leaders. Mm. Yeah. In insecurity is not a good quality for a leader. Yet, I would say, um, I could look at myself and say, yeah. well, do you never battle insecurity? Yeah. yeah, I do. So what am I saying? I can't let my insecurity guide me. Yeah, I can't let right. my insecurity rule me. Mm. Right? And so... Again, when we're talking about this identity, sometimes when I'm feeling insecure, what do I do? I've got to go, well, where's my identity found? Yeah. Is it yep. found in what this person yeah. thinks? No, it's found in what the Lord thinks. Am I being obedient to his call? Yes. Mm. Am I being as faithful as I can be? Yes. Mm. Then I'm going to let the consequences be what they are. Yep. If they hate me, they hate me. If they love me, they love me. Yeah. At the end of the day, what matters is... I'm going to do my best to be faithful to yeah. what the Lord has called yeah, me to do, do yeah. and I'm not going to be insecure about it. And Absolutely. I just make that, you know, yeah. you, you just got to make that choice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's great. Um, I So someone actually, a wise guy said this, your character is as strong as the temptation it survives because the temptations would come. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, how long you can hold on to or hold off against those temptations will determine, you know, how, how strong your character would become. And also knowing that God is the source, mm. your source, so that you, you know that you can always depend on him. Because if you know that you have something that is dependable, it will be much more easier for you to bounce back, you know, yeah. even when in those, um, when you find yourself in those weak places. Mm. No, those, those are great things. We'll move on and... Um, just like character, which I think is, is an important point, I also think there is one other factor when it comes to leadership that I would like us to talk about, um, which is um, the leader's vision. How important is the leader's vision when it comes to leadership? You know, because I think you mentioned earlier, Pastor Joel, that, you know, a leader is somebody that, you know, helps you leadership in a way helps you to kind of move you towards that vision in order to achieve mm -hmm. that so how important is that um, especially for young leaders who are aspiring to be um, to become leaders in the future like how important um, is a leader's vision to leadership well it's crucial mm -hmm. absolutely crucial I mean as we said earlier you know if I'm leading somebody, where am I leading? Yeah, yeah. You got to go somewhere. We're somewhere. We're going somewhere. So we're either going in circles or there's a destination yeah. that we're trying to hit. Mm. Right. So I mean, I've been, I've been a basketball coach for twenty some years and and been fairly successful at mm. it actually. Mm. And you know, every year I will point to to the to the team. I'll point to the banners on the wall that hang in our gym and say our goal is to be in the hoopla mm -hmm. final and to put another banner on the wall yeah and here's what it's going to take to get there yeah and i begin to sell the vision mm -hmm. right and uh there's many times you know one of my things i always talk about we've got to be the hardest te working team in the province yeah. and yeah. i'll talk with them about how you know uh mm -hmm. Hard work beats talent yeah. unless talent works hard, yeah. right? <laughs> and so hopefully we got talent, and we're gonna if we outwork people, then then we can't lose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, so 
I talk to them about things like, well, other people are having fun and you're getting up to mm. get in the gym to shoot and all these things and you're going, but I could be sleeping and, and uh, that person's having more fun because they're hanging out with their friends and mm. I'm putting in the time. At the end of the year, there's only one team that's going to hold the trophy, yeah. and the, all the other ones are going to be crying. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. We want to be the For team sure. laughing mm-hmm. at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? It's good but, to but, win. Right. Yeah, but winning what is I'm good. what I'm saying is, is I'm selling that vision, mm-hmm. and here's how we're going to get to yeah. that yeah. vision. Yeah. And so you're constantly pounding in the vision, and I mm. think the most – you know, one of the, the most successful leaders are those that can mm. that can inspire people yeah. to follow a vision. You know, uh, they give a vision that people want to be a part of. Absolutely, yeah. it's so it's good you mentioned that because you know when you repeat something for so long, people will start believing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. even if it's a lie. When you repeat something for so long, and people look at this guy like, man, this guy feels confident in. They don't know if you're lying or not, but they look at you and they see the confidence that's coming and you're saying, do this and do that. People will start believing the, in that lie. And I think that's the way, um, you know, when it comes to a leader's vision, it's important to for, you know, a leader to kind of press that. Like you said, you point to that sign and let people see that, that this is where we're going because it is so important. In fact, Proverbs um, chapter, chapter 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. Right. But, mm-hmm. but happy is the one who keeps the law. You know, so it is, I think vision actually guides you too because there's so many distractions. Right. You know, like especially today with social media and with there's so many things. Like sometimes I would say 24 hours is not enough mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Mm-hmm. We need 48 hours to make it a day. <laughs> Yeah, like because you have to do these and do that and do all of that, but you need so most sometimes you might you know wander away a little bit, but vision always bring you back. Yeah, irrespective okay. of how how far you go, how little you wander off, if you have the vision, you pretty much would come back on track. What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> Again, you guys got it all. <laughs> like. <laughs> like as Pastor Joel said, vision is so crucial. Like, I like one one of my definitions I gave gave before. It's like a leader knows where to go, and and how and how to get there. Mm. So if you don't have that vision, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just mm. going to be stuck. And where are you leading people to? They they're already there. There's no need for a leader. So like yeah. you need that vision. You you need to keep on going. You need to always have something more to to reach for. Something mm. always some something always to move towards yeah. so like a leader needs to be constantly reevaluating vision it's like always in constant communication with god being like we're just continue just continuing to listen for that for that vision that, that god's giving them yeah. and it's 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 so crucial. yeah it, it, it really is yeah people no. want to people want to live for a purpose yeah mm-hmm. right they want to be inspired mm-hmm. they, they're looking for a reason to get out of bed in the morning and if and if you can give them one, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, they'll follow they're, you. Yeah. They're gonna follow, yeah. And even people who at the end of this succeed in life, we're even talking about people who go into business, for example, and they succeed in that field. It's because of the vision, really, yeah. that make them succeed because they know, irrespective of how much they fail, they still don't give up. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, even if they don't fulfill that. You know, but deep, deep down inside them, they're fulfilled. 
because they were able to pursue with desire and passion what they believe is right yeah. and so it's really key for for you know leaders to to have you know clear vision that mm-hmm. would pretty much drive them even in 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 we're talking about christians too like church leaders young leaders um even household family right. you know siblings husband individuals we all need it's important that we have a vision that would definitely guide our life yeah. and irrespective of the what we talk about in terms of you know leaders and vision and character i think as christians um the one person that we so look up to you know which is jesus christ yeah. and we he came to the world and he led in a way that you know i don't think i think a lot of people have tried to analyze his leadership um, skills um or the type of his leadership his leadership style mm-hmm. but i don't think there is i don't think anybody in this day and age can actually you know implement his leadership style <laughs> and i say that because you know if they slap you on the right cheek turn the left cheek <laughs> yeah like who does that you know so i think jesus christ is is the is the center of you know the is the kind of leader we want to look up to mm-hmm. yeah especially as christians and um again i think my question then would be what does it mean to lead like jesus it, it, that's a tricky question though I, i i looked at it again and i'm like this is tricky it's but hard. we <laughs> have hard. a pastor in the building so <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I yeah I, i don't think it is maybe it's maybe hard to do but <laughs> oh yeah but i think uh when i think of leading like jesus mm. the first thought that comes to my mind is servant leadership yep. absolutely yeah. right and i think you know you, we we remember the story of was it peter and john i think it was them mm-hmm. that you know that were ambitious yeah. they want they, they aspired to leadership yeah. in some ways yeah. and they were like you know trying to see if they could have thrones next to Jesus <laughs> when, you yeah. know yeah. of course they didn't all understand what was going to happen but you know when you come into your time we want to have thrones next mm. to you and and Jesus didn't actually rebuke them for aspiring mm. for for having ambition what he did say to them was uh was to challenge them this is what it means to be a leader yeah. and started talking about laying down their lives mm-hmm. and and uh he started talking to them you know you've heard you you said you you've seen these examples of yeah. those that lorded over their people yeah. they're following not so with you yeah and he started <laughs> teaching them that the greatest yeah. in the kingdom was the servant <laughs> yeah of all yeah and of course he you know yeah. jesus ultimately gave his life yeah you know he was washing the feet of his disciples and all yeah. these things and so i think the thing that jesus you know taught us the most about leadership if i look at his yeah. life was everybody else is more important than me yeah, yeah. He, he came to to serve not to be served absolutely right? yeah no i agree matthew 20:25 to 28 um jesus called him i'm not going to read it but i'm just looking for that point he says you know that you know that the rulers of the gentiles lorded over them you mentioned that and their high officials exercised authority over them not so with you instead whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant mm-hmm. you know and they actually stress that yeah. you know like you have to serve and i think you know looking at what the disciples 
um, accomplished um, after Jesus Christ departed really shows because they accomplished what they accomplished, not because of, you know, the authority and I mean the forceful authority of you have to, you know, give your life to Christ or we're going to fight you and things like that. I think they accomplished that based on um, just serving people genuinely compassion and in fact you know helping the poor and the needy was one of the most important commandment of jesus christ as well that you need to help the poor Mm -hmm. um which is which i think today unfortunately even in the church sometimes you know everybody i think things has changed in a way where everybody just want to be you know how they're flashy and you know my private jet is when are you gonna right. get your private no, jet buster never. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> you know like private jet and i think we we unfortunately i think we've moved away from you know the reality and the the truth about the a lot the of, of God. celebrity christian oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think a lot of it uh it makes me nauseous i can only imagine what it does to the lord wow you know? but it's yeah unfortunately i, I think they i think we're missing the boat yeah mm-hmm. no i agree i think we need to serve is there any other any other points like, you have andrew i was just thinking about this question like the like when it, when we were reviewing the questions we wanted to do i saw this question i'm like we need to talk about this mm. but honestly i don't know how to answer it like i talked to one of my buddies last night and it's like i asked him this question i'm like we're talking about this on the podcast tomorrow like what do you think and he's and that's the first thing he said is serve yeah like to be to to lead like jesus is you got to serve like jesus mm. to lead like jesus you got to love like jesus loved yeah. like obviously i don't think we can love that much I don't think we can serve that as as well as he did because because we're humans we're yeah. we're not perfect mm. so like but it's just being the best example yeah. of jesus that that you can be i think that that's what it means to to, to lead so like, like jesus, jesus yeah. absolutely I was thinking, you know it's i think if we sat and thought about some of the char- other characteristics of jesus mm. like i think of i think of the grace yeah. Of Jesus. Mm. Like you think of Peter. Yeah. Who denied him. Yeah. Right. Right? I mean, Peter was one of his inner circle, the yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> and he denied Jesus. Yeah. And yet Jesus doesn't give up on him. Yeah. He still sees the good in him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. and uh so I I look at that, you know, when think of so many times when people let us down, we're yeah. done. Yeah. You, you had your chance. Yeah. Right? Remember yeah. even even the Apostle Paul kind of gave up on John Mark. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> absolutely. And then Barnabas sort of yeah. had the, led yeah, like Jesus the grace. in that case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later Paul went, you know, send him to yeah. me. He's actually become useful. Right? Like, right. But it yeah. was Barnabas in, in that sense who led like yeah. Jesus more than Paul did. Absolutely, yeah. He, he had the grace. He could, you yeah. know, so I think when you sit down and sort of think of some of those things that mm. there's other characteristics that Jesus showed yeah. that uh, are marvelous leadership absolutely mm-hmm. we I think we just need that grace to be able to yeah. you know even serve people because it's tough you know because it, we are all humans we have our own no matter how compassionate you think you are you still have your own kind of things you're dealing with yeah. and there's only so much more you can give you know, so I think we need, you know, that grace to be able to at least give our best and, you know, be able to show that we truly mean, you know, what we're doing. You know, like you said, it's 
Jesus Christ is is an important figure to every one of us, even irrespective of where you're coming from, um, irrespective of you being a Christian or not, you know, but there are still um, examples and things that people still uphold today that actually come from Jesus Christ and his way of life. So it's, it's key. And I think it's a blessing that we, we were followers of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, this will be a good time to take a short break. And when we come back, we pretty much will get into the second segment and continue our conversation on leadership. Hey, Sophie here. Enjoying our open, transparent, honest conversations? Us too. Be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Honest Conversations found wherever you may get your podcasts. We at Honest Conversations know that church isn't a specific building, place, or brand and actually encompasses the entire body of believers. If you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. We want to hear from you. Send us your questions and we'll be sure to include them in our next Q&A segment. Chat soon! All right, welcome back. Um, you're listening to Honest Conversations. Um, in the studio with me is still Andrew yes, and Pastor Joe, who is our, our guest today. Um, and we've been having a good conversation, actually. You know, mm-hmm. been very informative and also very in-depth. Uh, we would continue uh, moving on to the second segment, which, um, you know, I think... We've been talking about leadership, but it's always good as well to share personal experience or experiences as well. So mm-hmm. I think we want to look at, um, especially um, to you, Pastor Joe, I know you've been in leadership for a long time. <laughs> I'm only 47. <laughs> you held that long too long. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to go long, long, long time. You know, but um getting your perspective and your experience would be important especially for young people um so um what are some of the challenges you faced and how were you able to manage them yeah well uh, we could take several podcasts yeah. on <laughs> challenges. Um, i think when i i think one of the big challenges that we have as leaders is that everybody that we lead has a different personality mm-hmm. so i think that's certainly one of the challenges is first of all how do you how do you reach them yeah. you know i i've i've been not just a leader in the church world but i as i said i've been a coach for over 20 years mm. and sometimes i've been frustrated i, I have i've had many that have moved on and love me and still <laughs> come back and get some wisdom or been able to have some real influence yeah and really help them. Mm. Others, I uh, couldn't help so much. Mm. Others, I just couldn't couldn't connect with on the mm. s- on the yeah. same way. Yeah. And uh, but you know, different people could be motivated different ways. So yeah. some, uh, even as a coach, responded really well to to being coached hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or you could yell at them. Yeah. <laughs> Others, if you if you raised your voice at all, they were they were gonna turn into mush. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't respond. So you had to find a different yeah, way to motivate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. I think uh, on, you know, and now leading in a church with a staff, 
where you, if, we, if we got 12 people sitting around the table, we got 12 different ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and to somehow be able to keep everybody unified, mm-hmm. pulling in the same direction, yeah. hearing from one another, um, valuing our differences. I, I, I just think those have been, certainly those have been uh, mm-hmm. some challenges mm-hmm. uh, that I've had to face. Um, I, I think one of the hardest one of the hardest things is just, and we talked about this earlier, is just the tough decisions. You know, um, yeah. making decisions that you you know aren't going to be popular, mm, or that right. some aren't even going to understand. Sometimes people don't have all this; they don't have all the information, and mm. you can't give it to them. <laughs> yeah, you just can't give it to them, and you know if they, because they don't understand, they're going to look at it through mm. this lens. Mm. You know, uh, mm. so I I find. Or there's times when you know you have to have a tough conversation with yeah. somebody. I remember uh, when I was first getting started as a pastor, uh, this this guy uh, who had pastored for many years who I'd look up to, I asked him, you got any advice for a young pastor? Yeah, and he yeah. said, uh, some of the best advice I can give you is go ugly early. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean by that? He goes, if you know you got to have a tough conversation and you see there's a problem, yeah. uh, the longer you wait, uh, the harder it's going to be. So yeah. he said, I've sort of made it a rule, go ugly earlier. Yeah. <laughs> the right. earlier, the yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And I'm not Thank a, you. I'm not, person, uh, <laughs> I'm not a person who likes confrontation. Yeah. 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 Some people say, well, no, not ev- nobody likes confrontation. I'm not convinced that's true. I see some people that just seem to, li- to live for uh, confrontation. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. So I find that. I find that one of the most challenging parts. Okay. I don't know. There's others, but yeah. what do you think, like, I love that analogy you gave with basketball. Like, because sports, sports, that's my language. It's like you got to know each of your players. You got to know how they respond. You got to know their skill set. And you got to be able to understand each of your players to build that perfect system to be able to get, to get towards mm. your goal. You got to know each of your players. Yeah. You got to know you got to know them. Yeah. So, like, I think I haven't really had many leadership opportunities. Yeah. Like, I think one of my things is I, is I help lead a men's group here at the church. But, like, when when we started that up, I didn't have a problem knowing the guys because most of the guys we invited, I took a two-week uh, two trip with to San Francisco. Okay. So I knew these guys. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I think if I just started a men's group and say, hey, whoever wants to come, come, it would have been hard to build a community mm. and that – it would have been, yeah, it would have been hard to build a community, I find, because I wouldn't have known these guys. I have to learn these guys. I have to figure out how these guys learn best, how yeah. w- how they're more engaged and everything. But, like, I spent two weeks with these guys. So, like, the my buddy and I, the, that, that, that I that we helped start start it with mm. we we knew these guys they've been they've been friends for we've been friends for a little bit so mm. it's like we know what we need to do and when we did it so like yeah. you got you, you got to know the people in your congregation you got to yeah. know the people that you're leading because because yeah. if because if if they're not on your vision if they're not getting your vision they're just gonna find they're just gonna find someone else so you got to yeah. be able to know how to lead each of, yeah. each of your people yeah no it's it's so true I think I think one of the biggest I think one another one of the challenges uh, that I that I find with leadership is the fact that it feels like you always got to be on, <laughs> and everybody's watching yeah. you all the time. Uh, you you can't you can't slip up. It, yeah. <laughs> or it feels right. Yeah, right. Or 
or the phone could ring at all hours of the night. If there's a problem, they're going to call you. So yeah. it's, I, I found that to be one of the more difficult things. Yeah. It's just, it feels like you can never get away entirely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you can't just get a break. Yeah. And, wow. Um, it's not that, you know, Yeah. it's not a nine to five kind of job. No, Usually leadership isn't. Right. 1 a.m. in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and you feel the weight of that responsibility yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, there's a big difference between being the associate pastor and the lead pastor. <laughs> right. And it's the amount of weight. Yeah. You don't realize it until you're in it. In it My yeah. dad always would tell me that. And yeah. He's, you know, and I was an elder yeah. and an associate. And he said, yeah. you, you wait. When yeah. you're a lead pastor, you understand there's, it. A, there's a whole other weight that yeah. comes mm. with it. Absolutely. And so learning how to carry that weight is, mm. is tough. Yeah. My mom, of course, she's been in leadership for years. Mm. She told me uh, you're going to have to develop elephant skin if you're going to last. Tough skin, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that's to be yeah. tough. you got to toughen mm-hmm. up yeah. because, uh, yeah. you know, again, you, you will get criticized. Yeah. And, uh, and so if you don't... If you don't have some elephant skin she said you're not gonna last yeah wow. <laughs> no it's interesting I, I really I, w- I wish we we have enough time to like while you're speaking out like i was like questions were just popping up <laughs> in my head and i wish i could ask you all of these questions at once you know but i think we have to bring you back again just sure. to you know talk about you know just your experience as well and you know, I know once we start having conversation, that will lead to different areas and we will be able to touch on so many things. You know, like what you said earlier, I was going to ask you, like, how lonely is leadership? How lonely that kind of leader be? Like, well, because I know there's a yeah. lot of loneliness when it comes to that, too, right? They say it's lonely at the top. Yeah. Right. And um, and it's and there's there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, people people treat you differently mm. when you're it's it's. You know, when the pastor walks into the room, <laughs> it's different. Yeah. <laughs> just different. Yeah, they look absolutely. at you in a different way yeah. than they did before. And yeah. so you can, it can be lonely. Yeah. But, and I've had times like that. But I've, I've been very intentional mm. to have some people in my life yeah. that I can, I, you, need, you need some people that you can just let your hair down. Absolutely. With, yeah. And uh, that you can say things yeah. to that. You yeah. wouldn't say anywhere else, and you know yeah. uh, that you can really yeah. just be yourself yeah. with. And um, and so I've I've worked hard to have those kinds of relationships yeah. in my life. And and I'm I can sit here and say it's I'm not lonely. Yeah, I, no, that's I've, good. I've, but I've had times of loneliness. Yeah. And uh, I remember one time saying to my wife, this was a number of years ago. I said to her. I feel like I have 600 people, you know, that was about what our church was at yeah. the time. I feel like I have 600 people that love me and I have no friends. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, wow. I, and I was, I just realized I'm so lonely. Yeah. And I, in fact, uh, one of the, one of our, our youth pastor at the time who's younger than me and I'd actually coached him. Yeah. Um, but now he was my assistant coach and one day it was kind of pathetic, but we were on a road trip out of town and I said, Tim, I have a question for you. Yeah. 
Will you be my friend? <laughs> like, I seriously, I'm just gonna be like, uh, I seriously need a friend. Like, where's this coming from, Pastor? Yeah, it was a bit awkward. <laughs> and, yeah, thankfully, he agreed to it. I think he was like, what's the deal here? But, but I just needed somebody. Because yeah. here's the thing. I was having some personal struggles in yeah. some areas of my life. Who do I even talk to about these things? Yeah. I'm dying here, and I need some help. And yeah. I need somebody I can talk to. And, yeah. right. and I just realized, uh, you know, I'm going to have to cultivate these friendships intentionally and absolutely and by the and i began to pray god give yeah. me some friends yeah and actually through golf yeah is where i met uh ron swan in our okay. church on a golf trip yeah. that i organized okay. and we yeah. clicked right away and, and yeah. he became a very good friend and and you know since then i've yeah. it's god's been very good to me that's amazing but no that's great i think we will touch on a couple more questions and uh because of time I'm I'm a very big when it comes to young people I don't know like I think for me I love young people so much that I just want to see young people live their call like mm -hmm. fulfill their like I talk about it a lot maybe not to a lot of people but like talking about it is not enough like we need to put it into action yeah. you know and so my question the next question there would be how can churches cultivate young leaders because I hear so many um, lead, um, young people are the future of tomorrow. Young people are this. We know it. But mm -hmm. how do we intentionally bring young people on board um, in a way whereby we give them opportunities? Because at the end of the day, people talk about, you know, we know that young people are the future. But, like, when we talk about the future, I think people people are looking at for when they become 40 or 50 that's not the future no. like we're talking about now how can young people be a part of the system yeah. and be able to make mistakes now it's better for you to make mistakes when you're young when you're learning than when you feel like you because you're big and so how do we cultivate young people our churches yeah. cultivate young people well, yeah. that's certainly one that we're grappling mm. with um, I, you know, it's it's something I'm I'm actually very passionate about because mm. I'm looking and going. If we don't reach the next generation, yeah, uh, this church won't be here in yeah. 30 yeah. years from now or 20 mm. years from now. So, um, it, you know, and it's been interesting because I've been the next generation in this yeah. church, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden now I'm like I'm not the next generation yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden I'm really starting to think differently. Even in these last few years, it's now. It was so much about transitioning to me and my generation, yeah. and now it's like, oh boy, I got to do this mm. to, to the next one, yeah. right? So I think you you said some key words. You know, how do we be intentional? Well, you have to be intentional. <laughs> yeah. It's a decision. I yeah. think we, you, it starts with saying this has got to be a priority to us, yeah. and then it goes from there, right? So mm. I I think giving opportunity, mm -hmm. uh, pushing people out. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, um, you know, recently. We started uh, this Rise service mm -hmm. thinking, at our church. Yeah. I'm so pumped about mm -hmm. it. I'm so excited yeah. already for what I see. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, that first Sunday we had some, some of the people that shared in yeah. the Rise share in yeah. the service on Sunday yeah. morning. And I said this, when I was 20 years old, I was given an opportunity mm. to... Somebody threw me the ball on a mm -hmm. Sunday morning for, mm -hmm. you know, to speak for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. I had never preached before. Yeah. Now here mm -hmm. I am 25 years later mm -hmm. is what I, what I do. do yeah. But somebody gave me an opportunity. Absolutely. Um, different people in our church at that time really began to mentor me in things like prophetic and, 
my dad in those days it wasn't uncommon during a service mm -hmm. on a sunday morning where he'd turn around and i would i would never want to look my dad in the eyes in those days because if he caught my eye he usually would throw me the mic and say prophesy or things like that yeah. and i was like oh boy <laughs> but but yeah. people push me out yeah you know i lead a a ministry out of the church called Lift Evangelistic Ministries. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, I love to do is bring as many people as we can yeah. and young people, yeah. right? My own daughter, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I got to bring her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so when she was 16, I took her to Africa, mm -hmm. you know, to Uganda. Well, she's never been the same. Mm -hmm. I just wanted her to experience, experience it, it yeah. see it, get in the middle of it, yeah. push her out, yeah. right? I pulled her up onto the stage yeah. to see it from my point of view, had mm. her stand beside somebody yeah. while we were casting Absolutely. out demons, yeah. scared wow. the living daylights <laughs> out of wow. But she came home changed, wow. right? Mm. And so I just feel like the more we can give opportunity, yeah. pull those people, uh, pull better. the young people with us, they come and come with me mm -hmm. as we're doing these things yeah and i look at uh you know people even in our own church that are you know I, again i look at my own kids yeah. we, we've got some some people in our church that take eden out regularly yeah you know she's got some other young adults that are mentoring mm. her and pouring into her that yeah. have, that are intentionally reaching yeah. out to her and yeah. i think that's mm. That's it's, good. It's so exciting. Yeah. No, that's really good. And and also, you know, I think it goes both ways too, you know, like um we can, you know, advocate that, you know, leaders should create opportunities and all of those things, but we also need the young people to also be willing to take the yeah. take on the opportunity. Because if you yeah. create the opportunity and you're not and young people that have been clamoring for opportunities and da 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 and not stepping out then that's where the problem is. So young people also need to believe in themselves yeah. and not, you know, because of the fear of failure or not step out or because of the fear of, oh, I'm embarrassed. Like when it comes to public speaking, it's not, it's not easy, especially, and I'm sure you know that, mm -hmm. you know, but you just have to step out and over the years you would find your own groove, you become better and become a better person from there. You took the words right on my right on my mouth, Yinka. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like when I was looking at this question, it's like the rise service. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. Like this is the chance to mm -hmm. let young people experience, let young people try these things out. Like I think to myself, like I spoke a, at the previous one. Mm. I've never spoken up on a stage or anything like that. Like I've given presentations at school. Mm -hmm. But those are with my classmates, people I'm comfortable with. But I'm like, honestly, I'm not sure how this is going to go. Yeah. Like I've done my preparing. I've done everything I need to do. And then I'm 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 gonna go up there, and then I'm gonna review it after, see, and then and then go from there. See mm -hmm. what changes I like to make. See what I can do better. Mm -hmm. See what I liked, and then go from there. Like young pe you can't just throw young people in and expect them to do perfect. Mm -hmm. Like you need to give them the opportunities to to try to fail, yeah. and then and then get back up again and keep yeah. on going. Yeah, so like, I think the best thing you can do is just provide the opportunities. Mm -hmm. But as you right. said, the young people need to want it. Yeah. They need to want to, they need to want to do it. So like, you need, they need people speaking their lives, being like, giving them self, giving them confidence, everything, being like, you, you can do it, God's called you to this. Yeah. And things like that, like I think to some of the prophetic words I've had, they've, I remember one of them, he's like, you have a voice that, that can shake mountains. And it's like, mm. I've never been one that likes public speaking, never been mm. one that enjoys presentations, but I'm like, 
I know that God's given me this this calling. I got to start cultivating it young. I got to start developing and start growing in this. Mm. So it's like, even with this podcast, it's like, I just want to get, just get out and just start Absolutely. talking. And then I've just become more comfortable in this podcast, just mm. just talking. Yeah. And like, you just got to give the opportunities for young, for, for young people just to cultivate this yeah. calling that God has on their life. Oh, that's amazing. That, that That's a really good point, you know. I think we were pretty much, we've run out of time. Um, <laughs> but um, before we close, before we bring this to wrap this up, I just want you to, like, what advice do you have for aspiring um, and potential young people? Like, like sure. leaders, or not just young people, but leaders in general. What advice will you give? Well, we've sort of touched on it here at the end, but I'll, I'll frame it like this. Often when I coach, I'll start the season by saying this. I feel like I have a bucket full of knowledge. Mm. Through all the experience that I have had as a player, through all my years of coaching, mm. if you imagine I got a bucket of water here. It represents all my knowledge. Yeah, I want to give you all that I have. Mm. Great. So your question is, are you going to be a rock mm. or are you going to be a sponge? Yeah, that's good. Are you going to uh, suck it all? Pour this <laughs> yeah. Out. yeah, I'm going to pour this out. Yeah. And if you're a rock, it's just going to, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. But if you're a sponge, yeah. you're going to, you're going to absorb it. Take it right? in. Yeah. And I find this, give me a player that asks me questions mm. that wants to know if they're doing it right. Um, I will speak. I will bend over backwards to mm. help them, mm -hmm. yeah. but I don't have a lot of time for you know. I'll try mm -hmm. and help, but if it's not, if you're not teachable, yeah. you're not being a sponge. Mm. I'll go spend my time with the other one, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you you alluded to this. So mm. there's this aspect of yes, as we're, we're trying to inspire another generation mm -hmm. and look for leaders. Yeah. But as a young person or anybody, you want to grow. You got to take the initiative. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. Uh, you got to ask questions. Definitely. I, I any good leader mm. is more than happy mm. to give out what he's got to somebody who's hungry. That's true. That if he feels it's worth his time mm -hmm. or her time, they'll make the time. Absolutely. And so, I if I look in my own life, mm. I've asked a lot of questions. Yeah. And I've just always looked for people even even when Angie and I were getting married. And we were looking for marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling. Mm. We said, who do we think's got the one of the best marriages in the church? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we end up going to Charles and Shirley Graff because I'm wow. like, I like yeah. what I see in that yeah. marriage. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's go to them. Yeah. And we just asked them as much yeah. questions as we could. And, yeah. and I've done that in many areas in my own mm. life. Tried to be a sponge. Yeah. And Take so that would be my biggest advice. Um, be a sponge, don't yeah. be a rock. Be a sponge, yeah. don't be a rock. That's a good one. Any final thoughts, Andrew? Like as a young person that's growing in this leadership that God's put on my life, it's take 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 the chances. Mm. Like don't be scared. Like if God's given you the opportunity to take it, take it. Mm. Like that's, good. that's the thing is I've never really taken the chances that, mm. that I've got. But like until I've started growing closer with God, till I've started letting him I letting him identify me mm. and everything like that's when I've started being like okay I, I I can take these like I'm confident that God's put this on me and 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 he's gonna work it out for my good mm. so take those take take the chances like my other thing is just get as close to God as you can yeah. like get closer with him every single day and just continue yeah. to let him pour into your life continue to ask for the opportunities continue to ask for people to speak into you and and he's and and he's gonna fulfill that. He's gonna give you that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So. No, that's great. No, I really want to, you know, thank both of you for coming in. It's been a great time. Like we can, I believe we can still continue for another hour, but oh, easily. <laughs> I guess we won't, we won't be able to do that. Um, so I want to say a big thank you once again. We really appreciate that. Um, so, well, this brings us to the end of, you know, today's episode of Honest Conversations. Um, and we just want to thank our partner churches, um, obviously the church and Gateway Church have been supportive and, you know, we have, we have a team that, you know, they, they've come from both churches and mm -hmm. that's really good to see that churches are even doing things together as well. Yeah, so awesome. we really appreciate that. And so, um, the next episode will be coming out, uh, soon and, you know, we'll be having a, another amazing uh, guest Anna Kamen, who is the youth pastor at Ave City Church, um, and I think she um, and the other host will be talking about. Um, I think it's about authentic love, um, has to do around love, but it will be a good time. Always, it's always been so. Um, just want to say thank you and thanks for tuning in. To all of our listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Check out our website at anchor.fm slash honestconversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes. See you next time on Honest Conversations.